Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome back to another hour of the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. 877-726-8255 gets in on the action this hour. You can come directly into the doctor's office and pose your question on the air. I'm here. You're there. So why not call? All the other doctor's offices are closed this weekend, so you might as well access me on the air. 877-726-8255. Also, is the number 24-7. If a question should occur to you during the week, you can call that number and record a question. We'll take some of those questions later this hour. And um, if I were to tell you that certain supplements reduce the risk of COVID-19, I would be courting government action. They could come after me because, well, it's considered a fraudulent claim. It's considered coming after, it's considered um, putting out false hope that natural agents have an impact on a disease for which we know only conventional treatments are beneficial and vaccines are helpful, masks work, Social distancing works, staying at home works, but to say that supplements might play a role in reducing the risk of COVID-19, that could be a problem. And I was appalled to learn that when that $1.9 trillion appropriation was passed, the COVID relief bill recently, and that was uh, expedited because everybody said, I want my check, I want my check. Send me a check. And millions of people got checks. And that, by the way, put a little mojo into the economy. People's savings went up and retail sales went up. And it was all good. Uh, That was $1.9 trillion. Poof. And it went into a stimulus plan. And there's going to be a successor to that stimulus plan. And uh, that's to the good. You know, a lot of people suffering out there because of COVID. A lot of people in need of relief. The bill was 2,124 pages long. Uh, 
bet a lot of legislators who voted for it didn't read it in its entirety. But uh, I was appalled to learn that buried within that sausage, because making a bill like that is like making a sausage, some good ingredients and some not so wholesome ingredients. Uh, there's not even, I wouldn't even call it pork, because <laughs> at least pork is a, a nutritious animal protein. But um, buried within the bill is a, is a provision under the heading of consumer protection, uh, which empowers the Federal Trade Commission to clamp down on people a person, a partnership, or a corporation engaging in a deceptive act or practice associated with the treatment, cure, prevention, mitigation, or diagnosis of COVID-19. The act provides that such a violation shall be treated as a violation of a rule defining an unfair or deceptive act or practice described under Section 18A1B of the FTC Act. So what it does is it puts some teeth into the FTC enforcement arm and uh, enables them to fine people $10,000 or more for each such act, each such deceptive act or practice. So if I'm here to tell you that certain supplements are associated with a reduced risk of COVID-19, am I, am I courting a fine? Well, according to a new study published in BMJ Nutrition Prevention and Health, I'm sorry to say, <laughs> that's true. I'm only reporting the facts here. Um, it turns out that in a very, very large survey supplied by 372,720 adult UK subscribers to an app about their regular use of dietary supplements during 2020, correlating with their coronavirus test results. Here are the findings. After accounting for influential factors, including underlying conditions, because they have to control for that. You know, maybe people take vitamins, they're just healthier to begin with, right? I mean, they're health-conscious individuals. Okay, so they controlled for that. Uh, the researchers found that taking probiotics, omega-3 fatty acids, multivitamins, or vitamin D was associated with a lower risk of infection. Probiotics, 14% lower, omega-3 fatty acids, 12% lower, multivitamins, 13% lower, and vitamin D, 9% lower. They did not, however, find an effect for those taking vitamin C, zinc, or garlic supplements. So um, that, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that those are not beneficial. It's just they were not detected. They did not achieve statistical significance in this study. It was also self-reported data. It's an observational study, so it's not a double-blind placebo-controlled study where you give one half of, you know, of a group, say, vitamin D, and the other half does, and then you see how they fare in terms of COVID. Those studies are yet to be done, similarly for all those other nutrients that I mentioned. So, uh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So we have a paradoxical situation in which the Federal Trade Commission is now loaded for bear fully empowered by a congressional act as part of the COVID-19 relief bill to go after 
people who make sometimes truthful claims about the benefits of supplements in regard to COVID. And how, I ask, rhetorical question, does this serve the aim of protecting our populace from COVID? Yes, masks. Yes, vaccines. Yes, social distancing. Yes, all these measures. But when it comes to supplements, our very own government is attacking the people who provide us with often authoritative information about the benefits of supplements. And we, the taxpayers, are funding that. It's a very, very paradoxical situation. 877-726-8255 is our number. And uh, let's talk about fatigue for a moment. Uh, fatigue can hold you back from doing the things you want to do. And it turns out that your cellular health may start to decline as early as 25 years of age. Professor Garth Nicholson was on a recent podcast with me describing this phenomenon. It has to do with the mitochondria. The mitochondria decline in their efficiency uh, later in life and in response to disease states. Well, here's the only nutritional formula that's clinically proven to repair damaged cells. And it targets the mitochondria, NT factor from nutritional therapeutics. Clinical trials, and there are many of them, I think nearly 40 by now, have shown that NT factor reduces fatigue by almost half. And it has anti-aging effects. It's available in a variety of formulations tailored to your specific needs. Full-spectrum vitamin mineral formulas, immune support formulas, targeted nutrition, and pure NT factor that you can add to whatever supplement regimen you're already taking. I've been using NT Factor for years. I won't go a day without it, and I prescribe it for my patients. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. You can find the NT Factor line of nutritional formulas at your favorite health food store, or check your online retailer, or order direct by calling 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. And listen to that great podcast I did with uh, Professor Garth Nicholson last week. 877-726-8255 is our number. And um, in when we return, we're going to talk about the relationship between cardiorespiratory fitness and the risk of pneumonia. Also, how physical activity is linked to more severe COVID-19 infections, and the risk of dying. This is Intelligent Medicine. Now more than ever, it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. Why? Because 70% of your body's immune cells reside in the GI tract. By taking a superior probiotic daily, like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics with their postbiotic metabolites, you can enhance your overall immune system and immune response. For additional immune support, get RegActive's immune formula to boost your glutathione levels. Since our glutathione levels go down if we feel stressed, maintaining glutathione levels is a key factor for natural defense. For a short-term immune boost, try Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus, which provides probiotic and immune support and includes Brazilian green propolis for superior antioxidant support and vitamin E, astaxanthin, and flax oil. 
Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, RegActive Immune Formula, and Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. Also available online. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out which can help keep your blood vessels healthy and your circulatory system working properly, including Protocol's unique soy-free form of vitamin K2, that has been shown to promote healthy vascular structures and D3, which helps maintain healthy blood levels of calcium. They're available in several forms and dosages, including a new combined formulation which harnesses the synergistic effects of both K2 and D3. They're backed by solid scientific data and available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. drhoffman.com slash Protocol for Life Balance. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. 877-726-8255 is our number. And um, let's talk exercise because I actually just uh, did a two-part series on the benefits of exercise. I came up with 20 benefits of exercise in terms of... um, how it impacts various disease states and conditions and um, of uh, most uh, most important interest right now is the impact of exercise on on covid and there's a couple of studies here uh, one which I quoted in the article in our newsletter uh, physical inactivity linked to more severe covid nineteen infection and death. And what was surprising about that is how profound an influence it was. Uh, you know, there are a lot of risk factors, you know, like uh, hypertension, diabetes. Uh, and um, it turns out that physical inactivity predicted severe COVID-19 infection and death more accurately than anything else except for advanced age, which you can't get away from, and organ transplant as a risk factor. People who had organ transplants, uh, we now know that the vaccines don't work as well in people who, say, have had kidney transplants or who've had liver transplants. The vaccine doesn't take because their immune system is suppressed. And when their immune system is suppressed, also, you have less resistance to infection. So advanced age, of course, a risk factor. Uh, not a modifiable risk factor, uh, but uh, physical activity is a very modifiable risk factor. It says that patients with COVID-19 were consistently inactive during the two years preceding the pandemic were more likely to be, to be admitted to hospital to require intensive care and to die than were patients who had consistently met physical activity guidelines. So of interest uh, is they're now saying that uh, just because you're young uh, doesn't mean you can't catch bad COVID. So a lot of, you know, young people say, well, I'm young. I don't need to get the COVID, you know, I don't need to get the vaccine uh, because I'm uh, I'm young, right? That's for older folks. They're more vulnerable. Uh, I'm not going to bother with that. So they're, they're pushing back against that. And they're saying, oh, contraire, we can show you statistics showing that 
a lot of people these days are ending up in a hospital who are young. So it's like, what is it? It's like a new bad form of COVID, a new variant that affects the young more so than in the past. And if you drill down on that, it turns out a couple of things about the young is one, you know, less likely to get vaccinated because until recently vaccines were kind of rationed for older individuals. You had to wait your your place in line to get a vaccine. Number two, uh, younger people less likely to observe social distancing and the stay-at-home orders, right? Because, you know, college students and youngsters are active socially, right? So they're going to get together and party hardy. Uh, but number three, they looked at the breakdown of younger individuals who were having severe COVID. Most younger individuals have relatively minor COVID. It, it's bothersome, but it doesn't require them to be hospitalized and Rarely, very, very rarely do they succumb to it. Uh, the ones who got bad COVID were less likely to be physically active, according to new research. So, yeah, there's a lot of sedentary young folks. Uh, the prevalence of obesity, diabetes, hypertension in younger individuals is soaring, even in individuals in their 20s and 30s much less 30s, 40s, and 50s. So physical activity becomes a real determinant about whether people are going to get sick. Another study here, and this is more generically about pneumonia. You know, pneumonia will be with us long after COVID is vanquished. It was sometimes referred to in the past as the old man's friend because you didn't die of old age, you died of pneumonia. And that has to do with something called immunosenescence, reduced resistance as you age. Well, here's one. Cardiorespiratory fitness and the incidence risk, risk of pneumonia. And what they found is that uh, cardiorespiratory fitness was measured uh, by peak oxygen intake. It's called VO2 max during progressive exercise. And they found that there was a perfect correlation between VO2 max, your respiratory capacity, and your incident risk of pneumonia. So there you have it. Fitness, fitness, fitness. Safeguards against a myriad of diseases, including COVID-19 and ordinary pneumonia. 877-726-8255 is our number. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. We'll be right back with more of Intelligent Medicine. Are you looking to give your immune system a boost? This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, liquid wild oil of oregano with rosemary extract and natural honey flavor. Future Farm's wild oil of oregano supports a variety of health benefits, including antimicrobial effects, as well as supporting the immune system. Plus, Future Farm is the first ever to formulate wild oil of oregano with rosemary. Rosemary aids circulation, helps alleviate muscle pain, improves memory, and also gives your immune system a boost. The natural honey flavor enhances the taste while still giving you all of the benefits. Future Farm sources this product from the Mediterranean and produces it in the United States. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Wild oil of oregano is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. MyFutureFarm.com slash Hoffman. 
Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. 877-726-8255 is our number for calls during the program, but also you can record a question at 877-726-8255, as did this individual. Let's hear it. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. I'm trying to lower my blood pressure. It is high now. I'm trying to lose weight. Medication has not proven helpful. I had a bad reaction to nitric oxide a while back and as well to berberine, so I'm not sure what I can take. I can't take the core product or the one with nitric oxide, so I'd love it if you would suggest something else. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, the key fact, which is I'm trying to lose weight, and clearly any effort that can help you get rid of some of those extra pounds can make a big difference in whether you need blood pressure medication. It's been estimated that people who have hypertension, if they could lose just 5% of their body weight, so say, you know, 200-pound male uh, needs to lose uh, 10 pounds, uh, 150-pound female needs to lose, what, 7.5 pounds. Uh, even that small amount of weight loss can sometimes uh, make all the difference uh, in terms of whether you need blood pressure medication. Uh, also, keep in mind the fundamentals. Exercise is going to help. And it can be uh, aerobic exercise like uh, walking uh, or cycling or swimming. Um, these are all going to be helpful. And uh, even strength training has been shown to help you lower blood pressure. So, uh, you know, come back to supplements um, yeah, you know, one of our favorites is the uh, Berkeley Life Nitric Oxide uh, Supplement. It's something that's available on full script, and I prescribe it to a lot of my hypertensive patients. But uh, I guess some people, you know, occasionally have adverse reactions. You never can tell. Uh, it's not usually the case. Um, other things that lower blood pressure, uh, aged garlic extract. Kyolic aged garlic extract has uh, several studies that show that uh, using the uh, Aged garlic extract formula, uh, 2,400 milligrams of that daily. That would usually be four capsules of the premium version of uh, aged garlic extract. Um, that actually significantly lowers blood pressure. So that's worth trying. Uh, magnesium. Make sure you get adequate magnesium uh, via especially magnesium torate can be helpful for blood pressure lowering. Coenzyme Q10 or ubiquinol can be helpful for lowering blood pressure. So too can hibiscus tea. There's some good studies on hibiscus tea and blood pressure lowering. Uh, don't personally care for the taste of it, but I don't have high blood pressure, so I don't have to worry about it. But uh, some can take it on a regular basis and achieve uh, benefits in terms of lowering blood pressure. So, um, yeah, those are some of the things that uh, you can try. And, um, but, you know, got to stick with the fundamentals, which are uh, diet and exercise and optimizing your body weight. That can really make a huge difference and get a lot of people off blood pressure medication. 877-726-8255 as we continue. There's an interesting study that suggests that eating more fat may boost borderline low cholesterol. Okay, well, uh, there's been a misguided effort to cut fat out of the diet of Americans. 
And uh, this actually may be one of the reasons why a lot of people are having trouble with the messaging about uh, wear a mask, get the vaccine, socially distance, stay at home. Because a lot of previously issued government advice, particularly when it comes to diet, has turned out to be wrong and, in fact, counterproductive. So it's really uh, undermined the credibility of organizations like the Centers for Disease Control, the American Heart Association, the powers that be, the government, and the you know nonprofits that tell us this is the way to go when it turns out that they're uh, are not beneficial effects. So cardiovascular disease has only increased as we've adopted uh, lower-fat diets, more and more obesity, more and more diabetes. And now it turns out uh, that uh, eating more fat may boost borderline low cholesterol. They note in this article that fat consumption has dropped from 45% of the diet in 1965. Now look at a picture of um, Woodstock, which is approximately that time. And look at the people at Woodstock. They're mostly naked, <laughs> you know, so you can see their bodies. And there's not a lot of fat people. They're very lean. These are the way we were, we baby boomers, then. And uh, that's really changed in a couple of generations. Uh, so that um, fat consumption dropped from 45% of the diet in 1965 to 35% of the diet in 1991. So quite a drop. And that's in response to public health messaging. You know, low fat, low fat, low fat. It stayed around that lower level through the uh, 2000s. However, they say, it may be that uh, this decrease in dietary fat might explain part of the current decline in men's testosterone levels. Men are less manly these days because there's an epidemic of low testosterone and infertility. Um, so it turns out that um, what's the contribution of dietary fat in this study? Total of 206 healthy men with normal testosterone received a high-fat diet followed by a low-fat diet. And their total cholesterol levels were maintained, uh, were, I'm sorry, were measured uh, before and after each dietary intervention, either high-fat diet or a low-fat diet. It turns out on the low-fat diet, total testosterone levels were 10 to 15% lower. So that translates to a difference in testosterone of about 60 points. And, uh, you know, I've actually written about this because uh, I was assigned the task of writing a chapter in a uh, textbook, the textbook of uh, natural sexual health, you know, natural interventions to promote sexual health. And I was the, assigned the chapter on diet. And I looked at all the research Spent quite a lot of time reviewing all the research on the, impl the impact of diet on on uh, sex drive and sexual performance. And there's quite a lot of literature that suggests that a vegan diet or an ultra-low-fat diet is associated with lower testosterone levels. Now, that may be good. That may be good from the standpoint of preventing prostate cancer, for example. Maybe the way to go if a man has had prostate cancer, maybe they want to go on a you know, low-fat or you know plant-based diet. Uh, to lower their testosterone to reduce the risk of recurrence. 
So that may be beneficial, but when it comes to sexual performance, sex drive, libido, the ability to have an erection, um, that may be counterproductive. So there is conclusive evidence that diet, and particularly the fat content of the diet, has an impact on testosterone. And it makes sense because, you know, study biochemistry, you can see that the sex steroids uh, have, as their point of origin, cholesterol. It takes cholesterol to synthesize testosterone. So a diet that is bereft of fat and cholesterol uh, may disadvantage testosterone synthesis by limiting the building blocks for testosterone, the natural building blocks. So interesting study. 877-726-8255, our number. And um, this is also on the theme of men's health. A study from Finland suggests that men's loneliness is linked to an increased risk of cancer. Recent study by the University of Eastern Finland showed that loneliness among middle-aged men is associated with a higher risk of certain cancers. Um, during the study, it was found that loneliness and isolation makes it more likely that cancer will occur. Loneliness increased the risk of cancer by about 10%. Why that should be? Well, there's a complex sequence of metabolic and biochemical reactions that occur when you're lonely, isolated, and depressed. And it's a well-known phenomenon that after bereavement, the surviving spouse is more likely to die of all causes of mortality, including cancer, because loneliness and grief have a negative impact on the body. And it's a crucial period. If you can survive that period of, you know, 6, 12, or 18 months after the death of a spouse, and you surmount the metabolic hit, the biochemical changes that occur in your body or in your immune system, uh, you may be well on your way to surviving. But it's now acknowledged that loneliness is a risk factor for cancer, according to the study. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, this is a vital time to bolster our immune defenses. I've received countless requests for a specific list of supplements that I recommend to support immune health. That's why I've created the Intelligent Medicine Immune Support Protocol, my supplement recommendations offering the greatest boost for your immune system when it's needed most. Best medicine is preventive medicine. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com for more information. drhoffmanstore.com in addition to the immune support protocol, you'll find easy-to-follow links for our supplement starter kit, heart health protocol, and much more. These protocols are an easy way for you to get the exact combination of targeted supplements you need to help you follow the intelligent medicine lifestyle. The same supplements I take for myself and prescribe for my patients. And for a limited time, you'll get free priority shipping on all of your store orders. 
For more details, just go to drhoffmanstore.com. That's drhoffmanstore.com. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. I'm a huge fan of Kyolic Age Garlic Extract Reserve. Take it myself for prevention and recommend it to my patients with high coronary calcium scores, elevated cardio risks, and compromised immune health. Kyolic's Age Garlic Extract Research is impressive with over 870 peer-reviewed published scientific articles. Most compelling are studies demonstrating the slowing of atherosclerosis and those showing antihypertensive benefits, ideal for optimizing blood pressure. Kyolic Reserve also works well with statins to enhance cardioprotection. It's no surprise that Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the best-selling garlic supplement on the market. Made from organically grown garlic, the aging process makes it completely odorless and it won't upset your stomach. I recommend taking Kyolic Reserve daily as part of your heart-healthy lifestyle. Look for Kyolic Reserve at fine natural health retailers near you. Learn more at Kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you and 877-726-8255, our number. That number you can, if you missed this program, you can call during the week, 24-7-365 and record a question. But we got a live caller. Let's hear from Lisa in Michigan. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. How about yourself? Good, good. Uh, so I just ain't a little apprehensive about, you know, being on the air and having millions of people listening. You know, I just checked the ratings, right. uh, and the, nobody's listening, Lisa. So oh, just you, you, you and I so having better. a conversation. Just, you know, you just came yeah. in the room and you're asking me a question. So no problem. Oh, okay. Um, my question is about, uh, my daughter. She's 42 years old and she found a lump on her thyroid, uh, in October. And uh, it took a couple of months before she was able to get in to see an endocrinologist. Yeah, there's a big uh, backup. There's like a, a backup and a waiting list and, you know, COVID got in the way and a lot of right. people are having, like, you know, delay in their cancer diagnosis and it's really a mess. Yeah. Right. So she had a two biopsies done. They both came back inconclusive. And then they uh, said that they were going to send it to a genetics place or something. And uh, just a, uh, I think it was a day or two ago, the doctor called her back about that report, and she told she called her at work, and she told her that it came back very suspicious that it just might be yeah. cancer. Yeah. So it upset her so badly that uh, her blood pressure just shot up yeah. real high, where the bottom number was almost close to a hundred, mm-hmm. and uh, she had it took her a day or two to try to calm herself down to where her blood pressure came back at least to a halfway decent range. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she would be better off if the doctor just puts her on a blood pressure pill where she wouldn't have to worry about her blood pressure number. Well, she, may, she may need that temporarily. But you look, let me you know, just share with you, and you can impart this to your daughter, that uh, the vast majority, more than 95% of thyroid nodules are benign, that is non-cancerous. And so the fact that they're having such difficulty discerning whether this is cancer or non-cancer, you know, multiple uh, biopsies, and then you have to send it to a specialist who uses some uh, real uh, cutting-edge techniques to determine if the cells are potentially precancerous or suspicious, uh, it makes it highly unlikely that this is an aggressive form of cancer. Uh, even if it were to be precancerous or 
less likely cancerous. Um, thyroid cancer, if caught early, uh, is very fixable. The only thing it entails is removal of part of the thyroid. Um, and, you know, that might, uh, you know, leave her with a you know small scar. It's a relatively minor surgery. And uh, you're fixed. It's not going to spread throughout your body and metastasize. It's not like, uh, you know, God forbid, pancreatic cancer or stomach cancer or lung cancer. You know, surgery doesn't really fix that very often. So um, it it ultimately is a good situation. It's, uh, you know, it may now require that they go further and do surgery. Uh, but uh, very unlikely that she's going to have a problem long term. For the blood pressure, you know, the blood pressure is probably not related to anything other than anxiety, and it's transient. I mean, heck, if I got a, any form of cancer diagnosis, it'd throw me into a tizzy for a while. But then you use your rationality and uh, gather the facts and recognize that, uh, you know, at, the, at worst, this is going to be an inconvenience. She's going to have to have surgery, but this is not a life-threatening problem. And uh, there should be an easy fix to it if indeed she even requires surgery. So um, there you have it. I, I'm you know, pretty sure she's in the clear. And I would you know, also want to reassure you as mom that this is not putting your daughter's life in danger. Okay? Oh, that helps me a lot, believe me. And I will definitely let her uh, hear your words because that will make yeah, you Yeah. So by better. the way, you can, you can play it for her because this program uh, – it appears as a podcast, usually on Mondays. We post it. You go to drhoppin.com and you can hit the listen button and we'll, you know, the program in its, in its entirety will appear there. The only problem is you're towards the end of the program. So you got to listen to the whole darn program or fast forward it to get to uh, this part, uh, which talks about your daughter's unique problem. So she should be fine. Uh, but understandably, you know, it's, it's like it, you know, it's uh, a young person who's first gotten her first scary diagnosis and um you know people who live to uh 95 you know they have a lot of these uh, speed bumps on the way to um longevity you know and they surmount them all right uh this item uh which is you know one of the uh, unforeseen consequences of covid uh there are covid long haulers and, you know, you survive COVID, you may even have only had a minor COVID, but you've got long-term symptoms. And um, they studied this at the VA hospitals. A study in Nature, which is a very prominent journal, uh, found alarmingly high rates of opioid use among COVID survivors with lingering symptoms. So what's happening is people who experience uh, bodily aches and pains, um, uh, that, uh, are lingering after COVID, uh, maybe inappropriately prescribed narcotic pain relievers, opioids. Um, according to the research for every 1000 long COVID patients, doctors wrote nine more prescriptions for opioids than they otherwise would have, along with 22 additional prescriptions for benzodiazepines, which are for anxiety or sleep. Um, and, you know, this points to, you know, a hidden consequence of the COVID-19 pandemic. 
More than 3 million of the 31 million Americans infected with COVID develop long-term symptoms, which can include fatigue, shortness of breath, depression, anxiety, and memory problems, known as brain fog. And um, they also may have significant muscle and bone pain. And the inadvertent result is that some doctors inappropriately prescribing medications that could get them hooked long-term. And that's a... Um, and that's a uh, one of those collateral damage issues that has arisen around COVID. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Thanks very much for joining us. Have yourselves a great weekend and check out our website at drhoffman.com for our podcasts. You can subscribe to our newsletter. You can follow us on social media, Facebook and Twitter. And happy May. This is Intelligent Medicine. Do you suffer with chronic pain? Are you taking risky, over-the-counter, or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs? This is Dr. Ronald Hoppe with a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, Liquid Turmeric Liposome Complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. Sourced and manufactured in the United States, this product contains 1,600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. This plant-based curcumin is used to possibly reduce inflammation, block proteins that trigger swelling, and intercept inflammatory pathways, significantly decreasing inflammatory responses. For more information and order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Don't live with pain when there's an all-natural, science-based remedy that works. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman.